Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Sports Ethos NBA DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Keith Bork, and I am joined, as I am most Tuesdays here, by my friend Kenny Taylor. Uh, and we are here to break down a pretty big 10-game slate here, Kenny, uh, as we head into the playoffs. Man, I know we were talking a little bit before we jumped down here, but both of us are pretty excited about the uh, playoffs coming up. And I think, you know, that's going to shape a lot of our plays is who, who we think is going to be actually trying in these games, who's going to be sitting people. So I got some thoughts there, man. But what about you? How are you feeling about this slate in, in general? Um, You know, it's interesting slate. Not too many teams on a back-to-back. I want to say Atlanta's the only one who's playing on a back-to-back yeah. tonight. Um, So, you know, a couple playoff matchups are already set. A couple teams are already taken on this slate as well so should yeah. be interested need to wait on the news as always yeah of course yeah those tanking teams are what i'm interested in so i got some thoughts there but we'll run into that but uh let's talk about the injuries here got quite an extensive list so just bear with me here uh, we do have luka Doncic is questionable he has a thigh injury which he's coming back from hopefully uh in this game Kyrie irving also questionable with a foot injury uh, i guess he re-aggravated it in his last game where he went and played against the lakers uh, James Harden is questionable with an Achilles injury, which is interesting. So uh, my Bulls hopefully have a little better chance in that game. P.J. Tucker of the Sixers also questionable with an ankle injury. Got some thoughts on that one for you guys. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton of the Pacers questionable with a knee injury. Uh, we also have Duarte questionable with an ankle injury over there. On the Jazz, uh, we have Lori Markin and questionable with a back injury, which is a big one, obviously. Uh, looks like he's probably trending towards playing, but not too sure about that one. Anthony Edwards questionable with his ankle injury. He did shed that boot, so that's a good sign, but uh, we'll see if he's able to take the floor. Uh, actually, the more interesting one probably is Carl Anthony Towns, who's been upgraded to questionable with that calf injury. Maybe he makes his, uh, his long-awaited return here, Kenny, so we'll have to keep our eyes on that one as well. Uh, for the Spurs, I'm not even going to pretend to <laughs> to know for sure who's going to play in this game. I got a couple of guys I have here that I think are significant. Keldon Johnson is questionable uh, just to protect the tank. He's got a neck injury, supposedly. Uh, Zach Collins also, I'm going to let Markham as questionably set up for the rest of the game before. I'm thinking he probably plays in this one, but I, I really don't know, Kenny. At this point in time, I really just don't know who's going to play for this Spurs. So just, just keep your eyes on it. That's all I got to say. Uh, for the Atlanta Hawks, I'm going to mark DeJounte Murray as questionable. With an illness, he did sit in the game tonight. It is a back-to-back from, like you mentioned, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, DeAndre Ayton, I'm just going to mention him again. He is out with that hip injury for another game here. Uh, Kuzma, I want to list him as doubtful. Uh, he has an ankle injury. Wes Unseld said it was a significant ankle injury, so I'm thinking he probably doesn't play. Uh, Scotty, especially with the Wizards, <laughs> probably out of the play-in picture at this point. Uh, Scotty Barnes, questionable with an ankle injury uh, for the Raptors. We have the Portland Trailblazers pretty much looking to shut it down at this point. They've got, uh, I know Jeremy Grant's uh, going to be out, as well as Anthony Simons is out with a foot injury. So two big names there that are out for the, uh, for Portland. Uh, John Morant, questionable with the 
uh, return from suspension. We'll, we'll see if he plays this one. He, he's marked this one. It's supposedly going to play in this one. So uh, keep, keep your eyes peeled on the news, but I'm guessing he probably will. Uh, Dylan Brooks, though, is going to be out with a suspension of his own because of too many technicals. So that's an interesting one. Uh, a couple more guys here, just Caleb Martin on the Heat, questionable with a knee injury, and Alex Russo, questionable for the Bulls with a foot injury. Oh, man, that was a long That's probably the longest injury uh, update we've had in, in quite a while, Kenny. But uh, anyone you have to add there uh, that you, you I may have missed? Um, I mean, you could see some of these Atlanta players sitting on a back-to-back. Um, but outside of that, it seemed like you know just about everyone. Yeah, so definitely keep your eyes peeled there. If you guys don't have it already, get the DFS pass. We do speak about this stuff as we get up to lock, so uh, it's just four ninety a month, super-duper cheap. Um, only a few months left in the season. Obviously, we do cover the playoffs as well. But uh, get in there, man. It's it's just go to sportsethos.com, sign up for it. Uh, we'll chat with you, get you get you going. It's gonna be, gonna be some pretty light slates here once the playoffs do start here and uh, people start getting eliminated. So that's really what I like, Kenny, is when you have like you know a three or four game slate that you don't have so many options. But this one's a ten game slate. We have lots of options here. Let's just jump right into it, man. Let's talk about probably I won't call it my favorite slate. I just think it's probably the slate I have the most thoughts on here, and if that's gonna be the Spurs and the Milwaukee Bucks. And uh, I mean on paper. This looks like a blowout. I don't know what the spread is. I don't really even need to look at it. I'm sure it's like 16 points or something like that. It's going to be something ridiculous because I absolutely believe that the Milwaukee Bucks are going to blow the doors off the San Antonio Spurs. But, hey, for DFS purposes, people have to play the game, right? So we have some some interesting guys here. So I'm going to just get started. I'm going to actually I'm going to talk about the Bucks side here, Kenny, for a minute here because I'm going to go ahead and just project this as a, a runaway game. Uh, I, I'm thinking maybe even Giannis – Overnight gets like a little, you know, soreness in his knee or something like that. Maybe he doesn't play. So I'm eyeing some Bobby Portis at 6,100. I think he's going to step in, uh, has the ability to put up, you know, 30 real life points in the game against the Spurs team. Uh, I really think this is a game where he can show out and get those big, big minutes and big points. Uh, obviously, that's all conjecture. So you do want to kind of keep your eye on it. But again, this this is going to be a, just a blowout. So I'm really looking at him. Another couple of guys I'm looking at on the, on the Milwaukee Bucks if this is going to be a blowout. Grayson Allen at 4,200. Another guy that's going to step into more usage, more shots uh, without, you know, Middleton. Maybe he gets his minutes cut back to in the 20s and maybe honestly plays for, you know, mid-20s minutes. And the last guy I'm going to add here on the Milwaukee Bucks is Marjan Bolchamp at 3,000. This is a real deep GPP play, but he managed 34 minutes in their last meeting. I know there were some you know injuries on the team already that, that kind of contributed to that. But the Spurs are just a joke right now. They aren't trying to win games. No one really expects them to try to win games. So I could see the, the Bucks really giving the year guys a lot of run. And I do like Marjan Bochamp uh, long-term. I think he's going to be a, a decent guy in the league. And he's got the ability to put up some decent lines for DFS also. So are you feeling the same thing here, Kenny? Let me ask you that. Are you feeling a, a blowout coming? Yeah, I definitely feel a blowout coming when it comes to players. I got my exposures in different places of the blowout. Uh, for the Milwaukee side, the only piece I'm really going to have interested in is Carter for 3-5. Like you said, it's a 10-game slate. I really do feel like there's going to be other spots of value for it. But when you could get somebody with a 20-point upside for 3-5, I'm always down for it. And on San Antonio's side, just a little bit more expensive. I'm going to have a little bit of interest in um, Wesley for 3-9. Um, outside of that, I really don't see myself going anywhere like gtp wise uh when it comes to cash you might actually throw in a bobby portis um like you mentioned earlier if yeah 
I feel you on that one, man. So, yeah, I think the reason I have this game circled here is because of the Spurs side. I think, you know, it, it is a mess, but it's something that we just can't – we can't ignore it at this point in the season. I think, you know, you have to really dig in because, like I said, someone's got to play those minutes and take those shots. You know, they're still going to score 90 to 110 points, somewhere in that range, and that's still that's still DFS goal for us, um, still DFS points for us. And with the pricing here, you know, someone's going to someone's gonna hit that value. So I do have uh, – you know, you mentioned uh, – uh, you know, a spur there, but I do have some other guys here. I think you can look at Sandro Mamuka Chevelli. I probably screwed his name up again, but uh, if there's no Zach Callum, the 5100, he's a, he's a pretty good bet there to uh, to hit value for you. I don't think he's a huge uh, GPP play, but a good uh, cash play. Uh, Devontae Graham, another guy that I think is a, maybe a better cash play at 5000 than he is a GPP play. So I'm not interested in him too much in GPPs, but I think for cash, if you you know need a, a cheaper point guard, he is one of those guys. Uh, but I really have some interest here in GPPs and a couple of guys. It's Kata Base Diop at 4,000. I just think this is too cheap for a guy that's probably going to need 30 minutes in the game, uh, you know, because Kelvin Johnson's probably not going to play. Uh, maybe Zach Collins does, but I still think he's looking at 25 to 30 minutes here. Uh, so at 4,000, I'm willing to roll the dice there at GPPs. I also like Doug McDermott at 3,800. Uh, you know, another guy probably mid-20s in the minutes. Um, just because there's simply not a lot of people healthy over there. They've got no Zohan. They've got no, you know, Kelton Johnson, probably. They've got no, just, just so many people are down. Uh, I feel like he's going to play in the minutes in the, in the minutes in the mid-20s there. So at 3,800 and a GPP, I feel like he's a, a pretty good dice roll, I guess I'll call him. So, uh, but that's my thoughts there. Kenny, what uh, what game are you eyeing, man? Yeah, man, I got a lot of interest in this uh, Portland-Utah game, man. Um, a lot of pieces I feel like is going to bring back value especially if we get a couple more late scratches right now on the Utah side. Um, I mean, the Jayhawk actually had a nice little game the other night, but um, Oche really do feel like um, he's in a good little spot for cash or GPP with his price tag at 5K. Um, another exposure on the Jazz side that also good for cash game is um, Kelly Olenek, especially if um, marketing is still going to be out. And for GPP purposes, on um, the Utah side, I will have a little bit of interest in Rudy Gay. Um, on Portland, there's a couple pieces I like, but it's really just resting on if we're going to have news about Dame playing or not. Right. If Dame is out, um, I'm really going to see myself. Oh, man, I cannot believe I'm saying this name. Cam Reddish will be my little <laughs> cash game play. Um, really don't see anybody in a better spot, especially at four or five against the Utah team. That's not really the best defensively. Um, outside of that, going to have some GPP interest in Sharp and Thibo and possibly... Nah, I can't see myself getting there. Yeah, just um, just gonna stop with um, Sharp and Thibo. <laughs> I was about to say um, <laughs> some interest in uh, Najir a little, but I really oh, don't I see it. myself either. Oh wow! <laughs> I, think, I think I think I think it is definitely. I mean, there's definitely some risk involved there. I think you gotta wait for some more news there. But yeah, I think if if we hear Dames out, you know, I, I think it's very clear that the, the Trailblazers aren't trying to win this basketball game. I think you can play a guy like Najir a little. Uh, but I think you have to wait a little bit more for some more news. So I think you're right there. But yeah, uh, for me, it's it's all Portland. I'm, I'm Portland side of the ball for me on this one. But yeah, uh, Sharp, Reddish, those are some real guys I'm keyed into here. Uh, especially you know Anthony Simons, obviously. But even if Dane plays, 
Um, does he get a full lot bit of minutes? I just don't know. Um, it feels like he's going to be shut down any day now. We all saw that, you know, presser where he said he's not really digging what the franchise is doing even next season, which has got to be a concern for them. Um, but I mean, all, all signs of pointing to them just being done, Kenny. So uh, I totally agree with you, man. I think, you know, Sharp Reddish are probably my top guys. I do have some interest also in Watford as well, uh, just because I do like to attack the Utah Jazz in the center position, even with Walker Kessler there. Uh, Kessler on the other side of the ball, I think is worth a look also more for cash games just because of how what his price is now. But, uh, but yeah, I like your call with uh, Ochai Jabi too. So, um, but that's really it for me. Um, but yeah, I think Portland, I think there is some real value there. So I like that you called that one as uh, as one of the guys, one of the games you're keen into, man. Um, let's talk about, let's talk about this game. I mean, I mean, hey, yeah, why not? Let's talk about the Chicago Bulls, man. Let's talk about the Bulls and Philly. Uh, this is an interesting game because they, it's not a back-to-back, Kenny, but they just played each other. Um, it was a real rough and tumble uh, ugly game. I watched every single second of it. Uh, double overtime victory for the Bulls. Uh, not necessarily the prettiest game in the world. I feel like both teams really struggled a whole heck of a lot. But Embiid really, really crushed us, obviously. We got hard and mean questionable. I mean, for cash purposes in a cash game, I think it's really, really going to be hard for you to fade and beat at 11-7, uh, even though it's a really big price tag, Kenny. Do you agree with me that that's, I mean, this is just a really good matchup for him, especially if there's no James Harden, right? Yeah, I mean, cash game purposes, unless you're leaning one route um, with another spin-up center, mm-hmm. um, I really don't think you have a better spot for a big um, on this slate. I really don't see this game going into double overtime. No. And <laughs> I, I really do see uh, his ceiling that being as high as um, you would think. Really don't mm-hmm. think it's going to get anywhere above that 60 point upside you typically get um and for 11 7 i I might be talking myself into Jokic um (laughs) in this um cash game lock spot that's interesting that's interesting i think you can go either way i mean obviously i can't can't uh say don't play Jokic. that's just that's just ridiculous and i do like Jokic as well we'll talk about him a little bit later but uh but yeah i think uh, Embiid though um, it is tough to fade this guy uh, in this spot, especially if there's no James Harden, in my opinion. But uh, if there's no PG Tucker also, uh, I think 5,400 for, for Jantheon Melton, uh, cash or GPP, I think that's a good play, man. I think that's going to be a good value play for you guys. Um, he is a guy, even though he doesn't start when PG Tucker's out, it's Daniel House. But Daniel House is not good <laughs> and mostly gets cardio out there. I think he had a line of like two, one and one or something like that last game, like just something that's ridiculously small. Um, he doesn't really do a whole lot. So it's really Melton, who had 39 games in the last game, that uh, kind of gets that starter's role, even though he doesn't doesn't start the game, if that makes sense. He gets those minutes. He gets those minutes. That's what I'm trying to say. So 5,400, I think, for, for Melton is a good one. On the other side of the ball, I think there's a couple of guys that, you know, Kenny, I think I just really ridiculously underpriced, honestly. Uh, I mean, I know, I know the Bulls aren't going to be favored in this game. I don't have any no thought in my mind that they will be. But Patrick Beverly at 4,200. He managed 40 minutes in that double overtime game. And, you know, if Harden plays, I think I like him more because he's going to be out there hounding Harden, which is what he did all game last game. Uh, and if Caruso's out, obviously that helps also because they, they're not going to be able to throw Caruso on a guy like Harden. But I think Pat Bev, if, you know, if Caruso's out and Harden is in, I think at 4,200, that's a really solid play for you guys, uh, no matter what the format is. And I'm also going to just throw out there also Alex Caruso at 3,100. If he does play... Um, I do think he gets minutes in the in the 20s, the 20, you know, 25 minute range at least, uh, maybe even more. 
And uh, I do think he does hit value for you at that at that very low price tag with the ability to put up uh, big numbers. I think he's more of a GPP play, though. So anyone on Chicago you like here, or uh, can we move on, man? Um, I mean, we could move on. If you want to throw an extra Philly player out, hmm. I might have a little bit of interest in Shake. Yeah. But that's yeah. only GPP only, and yeah. you never know what type of minutes you would get out of him. I feel you on that one. All right, man. So what's another game you're eyeing here? Um, honestly, I'm going to probably hate watching this game, but when <laughs> it comes to fantasy purpose, I really do like this Indiana-Toronto matchup. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about uh, it. Right now, Toronto are still trying to stay locked into this little uh, play-in spot, sure. and I really do think their production is really going to be brought down into what? 50% going between Siakam, Van Vliet, and Yaker Porto. Mm-hmm. So I really do feel like if I'm building a cash game, I'm going to just do Porto and a spend-up from one of those two. Then I'm just going to run it back with probably two cheap pieces on the Indiana side. Um, Mathrin, Nesmith, Jalen Smith, um, two of those pieces. And I really do feel like that's going to be a safe little cash build mm-hmm. that with these four players... You're looking at probably about 170 draft key points amongst these four or five players. Yeah, man, I, I totally agree with you. I think Siakam is definitely safe value for you guys because, like you said, man, they're playing for those playing spots, and uh, they need the win. So uh, Pacers aren't necessarily a pushover team. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. Uh, Toronto doesn't really blow people out anyway, so I think you're totally right, man. I think Siakam's a very safe play. I, I, I Pirtle, uh, 6,900. I don't understand why his price dropped. It makes no sense. He's been putting up, you know, 30 to 35 DK points on the regular. So I don't really get why he went from like 7,300, 7,200 to 6,900. But, hey, I'll take a little price drop there. But I think, yeah, it's more of a, of a cash type play. Um, I think Indiana, yeah, it's kind of a mess there. I'm having a tough read on it. So I actually don't have anybody. Uh, I have other games I feel like I have a better read on how those rotations are going to go out if they're, you know, have some guys out. So I really don't know who Indiana is going to go with on a nightly basis. It's been driving me nuts because I always choose the wrong guy. So, I, you know. I, I said the same thing about the Spurs. You can't really ignore it. I'm going to look more at it and see if there's is anyone there right now. Uh, when I, you know, as we get closer to tip, but right now, uh, since this is a primer and I don't feel like I have a good grasp on it, I'm just going to let Kenny tell you guys who to play the Pacers, and I'm going to drop out of it. So yeah, there you go. It's all on you now, Kenny. Uh, uh, let me talk about this game though. Uh, anyone? Oh, anyone else in that game you're looking at? Um, you know, Pacers or, or Raptors? Yeah. Um, if you want to take a GPP shot. Um, you could throw in a line or two with Will Barton. He's been getting about 15, 20 minutes. But again, you really need to go off of, hey, is he going to hit five three-pointers for me or zero three-pointers for me in that 12 to 15 minutes? Uh, But outside of that, on to the next game. All right, so uh, here's another one here I've got some thoughts on. It's Denver and the Washington Wizards. Uh, reason I've got some thoughts on this is because I feel like the Wizards uh, now two and a half games out of that 10th spot. Um, it's time for them. I don't want to say to tank, but I don't think their heart's going to be in it as much as it was. And I think Denver is probably going to blow, blow them out. So I do think Jokic, uh, maybe not blow them out. That's a, that's a bad thing because Jok- the Denver Nuggets don't ever blow anybody out, but I think they're going to win this game uh, easily. But Jokic at 11, five. Yeah. I definitely got him on the, uh, on the, on the site here. I think he's even better if we think Washington's going to keep this, you know, competitive, which they very well could. But yeah, if he's, he's up against Porzingis and, you know, 
Porzingis is a, a good offensive player and an underrated defensive player, honestly. He blocks some good shots. Uh, blocks pretty blocks shots pretty well, I should say. But um, but no, he's, he can't stop Jokic. There's no way. Um, he is not that kind of guy. He's not that dude. Gafford's not that dude. So I, I'm not worried about him. I think Jokic is a, a very solid play for cash games for sure. Um, but yeah, on the Washington side of the ball, if we're thinking that, you know, hey, they're kind of conceding at this point and not going to play their big, you know, big guys as much. And we've got Kuzma out, uh, most likely. Then I, I like Denny Abijah at 5,400. You know, playoff pictures looking mad. This guy's one of their only prospects that they're really invested in. Um, so I think he's going to get some big minutes down the stretch no matter what. So I think he's got safe minutes there. 5,400 is a decent price point. The matchup's not the best in the world, to be honest with you guys, but. Um, I still think that, you know, he's got the ability to put up different stats. He's got a really nice stat set, rebounds, assists, threes, uh, points, you know, a steal, a steal here or there. So I feel like he's relatively safe anyways. So maybe more of a cash guy. But uh, the other guy I'm going to throw out there, though, is uh, Monty Morris at 4,600. This is just too cheap for a guy that's probably going to get, you know, 25 minutes. He's more of a platoon-type situation now with Lon Wright. Um, but I still feel like he's a very decent uh guy to play here on this slate at that price point so uh kenny i know you already mentioned Jokic, man but who else are you looking at in this game um i mean outside of Jokic, i might have a little bit of interest in either jeff green or bruce brown um more of a gpp play both of them beginning around 18 to 24 minutes you just need to kind of flip a coin and see how the production is going to go from these two and then if I'm really taking another GPP shot, I might have some interest in um, Christian Braun as well. When it comes to Washington, I'm not really liking anything since I really don't know how they're going to be coming out in this game. Since for all you know, this could be the game where Johnny Davis gets you 30 minutes. So I'm going to be I'm going to be staying away from um, Washington for a good amount of the year, unless we're on like a three, four game slate. Yeah. Johnny Davis, if he gets 30 minutes, then that Monty Morris call is going to be very bad. So <laughs> keep an eye out for that one. Uh, but yeah, man, definitely. I agree with you there. So, all right, man, what, what game are you looking at then? Um, I don't have too much interest in it, but um, the late game, Phoenix, Los Angeles. Mm. Um, I mean, on paper, this feels like a great spot for Davis. So I might actually use him as a spend up in my GPP. Um, if I do happen to fade Davis, this call actually killed me last time. I'm actually going to put a little bit of faith into um, Dennis Gorder again for four or nine. Yeah. Um, Again, you never know what type of usage he's going to have when he's on the floor because he's going to get you about 24 minutes. You just don't know if he's going to have the green light or if he's just going to have to just give you five shot attempts and just help get you a few steals. So don't have too much interest in this game, especially on the Lakers outside of those two. When it comes to Phoenix, of course, it's going to be Booker. So if I... If you expect this game to be competitive, I would probably use Booker as a spend-up in GPP since yeah. his upside is probably comparable to mm, – outside of Jokic and his bead, I, I really don't see any player having a bigger upside than Booker in this matchup if it stay competitive. Yeah. Um, if you're running over Booker, I would either run it back with Terrence Ross or Okoji. I really do feel like it, in order to get this upside, you will need to get about 
seven, yeah, about seven assists from Booker. So look for one of those cheap shooters to plug in with him. Um, outside of that, I uh, really don't see anything else I like. Yeah, that's about it. Uh, I love that call, man. I think, you know, as you were talking about Booker, I was like, man, that's a really good GPP spend up. I don't have him on my list personally, but. Um, but yeah, I think that is a really good GPP spin up. I think he's going to have pretty low ownership. And I do like that call with that stack too, because he's going to have to uh, have some other guys step up there. No Kevin Durant, obviously, still. Uh, the only guys I had circled here were, were Landale and Biombo, 39 and 3,700. If you need a cheap center, I think this is really the way to go. Um, you're pretty much guaranteed that you know, these guys are going to get you about 20 DK points. Nothing too exciting. Uh, no big ceiling there, but uh, but I do think that those are some nice little, you know, cheap centers there that you can play for sure. So nothing too exciting for me on that one. But let me talk to you guys about probably my favorite play on the slate here, on the entire slate. And it's going to be a little bit of a shock because I don't think I've mentioned his name all season. I'm not super sold on him being a good player. But this is the Warriors-Dallas uh, Mavericks game. And I'm going to tell you guys, if there's no Doncic in, in Kyrie Irving, I think my favorite play on this slate is going to be Christian Wood at 6,700. I know uh, he's been on a tear recently, so it's not like – blowing the doors off of anything like it's not like you know i'm not calling some you know three thousand dollar chump that's gonna go off and and get you 50 dk points but at the same time though kenny uh you know he's been playing a whole lot and uh you know his minutes were kind of up and down but as long as those minutes are there man uh he's got the ability to score the basketball so uh how you feel about mr christian wood let me ask you that man um i mean i might get to them in cash games, but I, I really don't see the same upside that you see from him. Um, I mean, he could get there, yeah, but I can also see him getting the five fails in less than 20 minutes. Yeah, that's true. He could get that. That's very true. Um, another guy I like on the Dallas Mavericks, though, is Josh Green. Um, if there is no yeah, not Doncic or Kyrie, especially if there's no Doncic, uh, Josh Green at 4,900, I feel like is still a very, very good play. Um, he's had a few bad games in a row also, which I think is something that makes me more want to be on him more because people will be off of him at this point. But I think he's a, a nice, talented young guy uh, on their team there. And if there is no Doncic or Kyrie, uh, he's going to get enough usage there to, to hit that value for you. So uh, anyone else you like here in this Golden State and Dallas game, Kenny? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to have a little bit of interest in uh, Cleveland. Um, really do feel like he's in a nice little spot to get 20 for three sets and mm, possibly Jaden Hardy, especially if um, Kyrie's out. Um, yeah, I don't really see anything else that I'm liking uh, with the price tags on these players. Uh, yeah, that's well, we about can move it. On. We can move on. Then. <laughs> uh, we got the Knicks and the Miami Heat. Uh, let me ask you this, man. Jalen Brunson, 7,300. I feel like his, I think his price went down even. I mean, that he's like in the mid eight or low 8,000s uh, pretty much all season and been playing like, a, I wouldn't say MVP level, but he's been playing very well for the last like two months, basically. I know he had the injury here, but uh, Jalen Brunson, I mean, it's it's Miami, not necessarily the best you know matchup in the world, but 7,300 for Jalen. I mean, I'm feeling it, man. Are you? Um, Not the route i'm going but if you feel like um he's in a better spot um than randall or hart um mm. then yeah i would go to it um typically in low pace games i typically don't like um having too much interest in brunching mm. um usually just go with more of the players who can 
stay on the floor defensively. So that's why I was going to have a little bit of interest in Hart. Mm, and yeah. if you feel like the game is going to stay close, I feel like it's going to be more so due to Randall's scoring abilities than Brunson's scoring abilities. But like I said, there's just two um, different perspectives on this game. Uh, with me, I have Miami winning this one, especially since that will get them out of the um, play-in spot that they have now tied with uh, Brooklyn. So I'm really just going to have my interest in Butler um, as a spend up. Mm-hmm. Um, then throw in a couple um, GPP plays with either Matt Struess or Oladipo. Mm-hmm. And then call it a day because I'm really just looking at Miami on this matchup. Yeah, man, I, I feel you. I think I feel. I think I actually have more interest in the New York side. So yeah, I do have uh, Josh Hart on here as well. I think he's a very good call as well. But uh, I do. I did like uh, Jimmy Butler. I just didn't. I felt like there were other spin ups I liked a little bit more, so I left them off. But um, I do feel like I like that uh, as well. He's a pretty decent price as well. So uh, let's move on though. We got two more games I believe to cover here. Uh, we've got Memphis and Houston. Uh, you know, I got a couple guys here. We do have to talk about this one, Kenny, because obviously John Morant returning here. He's 9,200. Uh, do we think he gets his full minutes? I mean, he wasn't injured, right? So he probably plays 35 to 40 minutes against the Houston Rockets squad and has the ability to put up 80 DK points. I mean, he put up 70 something the other, you know, a couple weeks ago. So is this a guy you're gravitating towards? Let me ask you that, man. Uh, no, I'm <laughs> probably not going to have any shares of um, John this game because his regular amount of minutes against the Rockets could just be 22 minutes, mm-hmm. um, especially how out of hand this game can actually get, especially if um, if it's are able to find their three ball a little bit earlier than usual. Yeah, it could it could get ugly early, that's for sure. Um, it is a lopsided affair, so definitely. And the Houston Rockets are just so demoralized right now. Uh, on the other side of the ball, I do got Jabari Smith Jr. at 6,600 uh, with no Stephen Adams on the other side of the ball and possibly no Elperin Shingun. I'd love to see if he plays or not. Um, but I think Jabari Smith could be a decent spot there. Uh, but let's talk about uh, Atlanta and Minnesota. Anyone you like in that game, man? Um, Atlanta's are on a back-to-back, but I actually do feel like Trey is in a yeah. good spot. Yeah. Um, outside of that, uh, nothing really. I might have a little bit of interest in um, Capella. Just, mm, nah, not at that price, <laughs> five cents. No, um, probably just going to have a little bit of interest in Young and maybe running in the back with Shadiq Bay at 4-2. Yeah. Yeah, I was looking at Shadiq. Yeah, um, he's an interesting guy to look at for sure. But yeah, I think Trey is definitely the guy I've got circled here uh, as a pretty good uh, a guy to go with. I think even a GPP, I think you can go with him, uh, you know, over some of those other guys we spoke of. But well, that's it, man. Um, anyone else you had on your list that we didn't speak about yet? Um, no, I think we was able to cover just about everybody. Look at that, like 30 minutes, man, 10 games. We're just, like, <laughs> flying, man. We are so good. Uh, all right, anyways, we got Thrive Fantasy plays for you guys. ThriveFantasy.com is where you go. You go download their app. You're going to use promo code Ethos. You're going to get your first deposit match up to 250 bucks, and you're going to go win some money with us, with Thrive. Uh, pretty pretty fun game to play. I've got three Thrive, Thrive plays here for everybody. Kenny, how many do you got, man? Um, I just got two tonight. Okay, so I'll go ahead and start us off, and I'm just going to go ahead and go with Brunson, over 4.5 assists, and that's 80 points against the Miami Heat. I've talked to you guys before on this pod about how I don't feel like the Heat, uh, it's not that I don't feel like it, the, the stats 
you know, back me up on this, but they're not as good of a defensive team as they get credit for because of uh, past seasons. This season, they have not been very good. Uh, 4.5 assists really isn't a whole lot for Brunson, I feel like. So uh, I am going to take the over there at 80 points. What do you got there, Kenny? Um, first one I got is um, Siakam over 9.5 rebounds and assists. Again, I really do think that they are trying to stay in this playing contention. And I really do see Siakam getting about 32 minutes this game. So him going over this mark in the first half isn't too absurd. Um, but give him a full 30 minutes. I really do see him getting about 10 rebounds and assists. Yeah, I like it, man, for sure. Uh, I've got Jakob Pertl over 24.5 points and rebounds, and that's against Indiana. That's 110 points. Uh, I really do feel like, I mean, Indiana, they, they aren't great against the center position, and uh, the Raptors, it's just so clear that they have to play uh, Jakob Pertl whenever they play a competent center. Miles Turner is a competent center, so I feel like his mints are pretty safe as long as he doesn't get in foul trouble. Uh, 24.5 should be pretty achievable there against the Pacers, I feel like. So hopefully I didn't steal yours, Kenny. What's your other one? Uh, the last one I got is actually um, Antel Tacumpo under 33.5 points against San Antonio. Um, again, I really do see this game getting out of hand. And if he does play, I'm really going to see more of a um, old school 10, 10, 10 type triple double night from Giannis instead of a 30, 10, and 10 night. Yeah. Um, so that's, you know, what I'm going off with, just a little game script play. I like it, man. Last one I got for you guys is Trey Young, which we both spoke of, uh, is having a pretty good spot here. Over 10 and a half assists, that's 100 points against the Minnesota Timberwolves. I uh, got to keep our eye on DeJounte Murray, obviously, if he's in or out, but we should be more usage there for Trey if he is out, obviously, and it's the Minnesota Timberwolves where um, Pace is up, even if Towns is in, uh, Pace is going to be up. So, uh, you know, I feel like this is a pretty decent spot for him to go over there, and it's a 50-50 type play, so I like it a lot. Uh, but that's going to do it for us, guys. That is it. That's our Thrive Fantasy plays as well as our DraftKings plays for your uh, Wednesday slate. And I hope you guys enjoyed it. You can find me on Twitter at, at @bsbpkeith. That's at @bsbpkeith. And uh, Kenny, where can people find you, man? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at orangedfs. I'm talking about all levels of basketball, especially um, a lot of March Madness talks for the man and one side for me right now, yeah. as well as European basketball talk. I got to get on that, man, because I don't know squat about college basketball. So I got to follow Kenny and get all of my news there. But uh, go follow him. Go follow our show. Give us a like, subscribe, and all that. Until next time, guys, go get that money. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.